out, when you figure it out, what stopped uh, your body to do the movement, and you take it out, and the information is again correctly, it starts to be better. Because brain don't understand the time. He don't know that something finished until he will sure, and the information from receptor will let him know that this is finished and he can stop caring about this area. Hi guys, it's Kari Life Art and welcome to the show Body is a Temple and I'm super excited about my today's episode, my today's guest and I'm also excited because I'm hitting to my flight to my birthday trip to Malta straight after recording. Uh, my today guest uh, is Anya. Uh, she's very interesting person because uh, she's a physiotherapist who is working with a pioneer method called PDTR. Anya is my friend from Poland living here in Iceland. She is from Opole where she graduated in uh, 2011 her uh, school. Since then she's constantly study subject of neurology and everything that can bring back correct brain function and homeostasis in a human body. Since a few years, Anya is working uh, here in Iceland in Reykjavik, helping people to overcome their health issue and looking for her own best protocol to do that, uh, working with PDTR. She started her own journey because she had to cope with her own health issue. For a few years, she was struggling with health to the point that she was barely able to move from the couch. No one could diagnose her properly. Finally, she met a neurologist who noticed a serious neurological deficits and hormonal imbalance that were causing her symptoms. She started to work on her own health. Finally, she was able to get out from the couch, started to walking and then running and then hiking. Currently, she ran over 80 kilometers and finished marathon in Polish mountain Tatry. I don't have so much opportunities with to work with uh, Anya, but she's very famous here in uh, Reykjavik because all my friends were her um, clients or at least they husbands or wife or some relatives. But, uh, I'm following her also on the social media and she's super inspiring. She's all the times in the move, getting new um, mountains, running, um, posting photos uh, from her uh, trips and hikings. I'm observing how she's breaking through and overcoming her own limits, which is super cool for me. Anya, welcome to the show. My first question, of course, is what is PDTR? If you could briefly introduce this method to the to the listeners. Yeah, PDTR is a proprioceptive deep tendon reflex. It's very interesting method, which basically work with functional neurology. It's completely different from another method therapy, which we know already, uh, because uh, mostly we work with manual therapy. We work on the muscles. Uh, joints and other tissue. But in this case, we can look at this problem more like a, a, a bit like a computer. You have hardware and that's our joints, ligaments, muscles and so on. And you have also software and it's like a program which we have inside our body. And this problem is making by receptors. One of the biggest manager is the nervous system and the receptor for which sent information to the brain and then it's where is where they are interpreted and then sending back to the body the, the the answer what how the reaction should be look like and that's what pdtr doing he's just li- reading those information from the body by muscle testing it's a very sp- 
specific, but it's very, very interesting and very great opportunity to diagnose things which are, we miss mostly in uh, during regular therapy. Observing the muscle reaction, you can figure out what what are like some errors in this program in our body, in our ner- in central nervous system. Exactly. What are the most common health issues people are coming with to you? It ch- starts changing during the time because uh, bef- when I start, mostly it was the people with hip problem, back problem and uh, general pain problems in the joints. But right now there is more people which are coming to me f- with the chronic problems which are quite difficult to diagnose then they have a pain from many many years and no one can figure it out from where is this pain come from because pain is actually a huge topic and it's sometimes we feel something even the there is no any hardware damage in the body what are you able to figure it out through this method what is this pain coming from if if you don't see physical damage when someone is coming to me on the first session first thing and the base thing with I think in any method but in PDTR especially it's interview you have to know very good what's happening during the time with the your client's body any accidents scars surgery or any other healthy problem can provide those symptoms and those problems what you're saying is that um, some event some accident in the life doesn't have to be like car accident, but something that happened in the past could be also even in a very young age, like five years can be seen as a effect in when they are 55. Sure. I had a woman, she has forty uh, five years old and she comes to me with sciatica pain very, very sharply because she couldn't even extend her knee and couldn't walk normally because of that. And I was working only like a few minutes on the scar after one the dog bites her when she has a five years old she was five years old and immediately she was putting all hands fully on the floor even I don't have that good flexion in in my spine like she gets after the treatment but not all of the the treatments looks like that but sometimes when you figure it out what stopped uh, your body to do the movement and you take it out and the information is again correctly it starts to be better because brain don't understand the time. He don't know that something finished until he will sure and the information from receptor will let him know that this is finished and he can stop caring about this area. That's super interesting. So we have information written from like since we get burn actually and we might be not even aware of things. Sure. Like I was now thinking about, you are talking about pain and a physical uh, effect of stuff, but uh, we have the same things with some beliefs that we have in our life, which are kind of wired and thoughts and approach to to many things. But uh, let's go back to uh, PDTR. Can you tell me a little bit of a history of this method? Who invented this? Where it was started? PDTR is a unique neurological therapy based of neurology, biomechanics and neurophysiology, anatomy and profound research. It works directly with the central nervous system and has a logical scientific explanation for all of its teaching already. And the founder who 
discovered those methods and who is the guy who dis- still expand this, this method is Hos- Dr. Jose Palomar from Mexico. He's a very, very clever guy who com- had a base of uh, kinesiology, orthopedic, uh, anatomy, physiological knowledge. And he started to mm, discover f- more things about how the receptor works and how its connection with through the muscles, ligaments and so on. Mm-hmm. And when was his first discovering? Was uh, it? He was starting with ligaments, actually. It's very, very interesting because, uh, for example, ligaments in the ankle, they can turn on and turn off a lot of muscles in our body. He was just checking which muscles will be inhibited or start to be active during stimulation on specific ligaments. Can you describe a little bit when a patient is coming to you, what do you do? Like, I, I know, interview, and then how do you start working? First is interview, to know where I should start. And then mm. I asking my clients to do the movement, which is most difficult for them, to see and observe what's happening with the, their body. It's, you can always see everything, and the body will tell you everything, What what you need to know. You have to be just be a good observator. That's so I always try to focus about where is the more tension of the muscle than should be or which movement it's the body try to avoid. Like when you bend yourself, you move a little bit, bit to the left or to the right. Sometimes if you want to avoid to stretch some ligaments. For example, then when I have a little bit bigger picture, mostly I make a muscle testing to check which muscles are in good condition and react properly, which are not. You were telling before that uh, sometimes one session is enough to see a significant difference. Yes, but it's uh, with PDTR, it's uh, he's amazing with healthy people, which has an accident, and that can be makes a really amazing uh, effect. But you have to be aware that sometimes you there are other problems, like metabolic problems or hormonal problems, and I can improve a little bit and make the uh, your health better and feel less symptoms by PDTR. But still, you have to treat those things like metabolic and hormones and so on to be in fully health. So what do you advise to this kind of uh, customers? How they can approach also those problems, the metabolic or uh, hormonal imbalance? I work with PDTR and functional neurology since four years. And uh, each year I finish next courses to discover and how far I learn already, I see how less I know and how less we know actually about everything. But what I can be sure It's the same tips which we do to everybody. Sleep better, that's the main thing. Drink enough of water, (laughs) eat healthy food. And with diet, he's very, very important, but it's also some some bigger topic because sometimes we have some metabolic problems and then we could we should to put the diet a little bit more to the patient. Yeah, I fully agree with you. And uh, what I'm doing, I'm all the time trying to explain and motivate people to take care of their sleep, first of <laughs> all, because we are underestimated uh, so much. And then, of course, food. And, I'm, and what I'm also doing, I'm trying to inspire people to figure out what works for them, because there is no one recipe for everybody. Everybody is a little bit different. And as you said, everybody had their own accident. So even if you have some kind of predispositions or genes that can tell you that you should 
you are will work better with this or that food or exercise, then you have your own experience, your own uh, history of events in your life that may change this predisposition from your genes. Yeah, and you and we need to be our own detective that yep. um, that will um, figure out what works for us. But you helped me a lot doing this uh, food. Can I? How does it called? Like food sensitivity test. Because it's not allergy, you just uh, no, you were just checking reactions yes, of my it's muscles. Only in, it's more like detect food intolerance. Because mm-hmm. as I say, the body tells you everything. What you can eat, what you shouldn't eat, what you can do, what you shouldn't do. With PDTR, we are able by muscle testing to say which food is good for you or which food uh, affect you somehow. Mm-hmm. You can see on the reaction when the muscle inhibit immediately let this receptor information it's very, very strong and the brain cannot accept it. I started to avoid the food that we checked on me and it was like a game changer for me. But what is most challenging, I know that I can't eat something, but I still like trying to, okay, let's let's check what's happened. And then mm-hmm. I see on my face, there's like reaction in within like two, three hours, I'm mm-hmm. getting some breaks because I eat some nuts, thinking, oh, maybe I'm not like sensitive for the nuts anymore but yeah i am still and then what is the most challenging for me is just to keep uh, motivate myself to avoid this because i know it's not working for me good um but i was also thinking last days what uh, avoid uh, what caused this reaction to food Uh, is it some chemicals that we use is it those accidents for example that i hit my head or something it's different for any person actually because uh, there are many things which can produce the intolerance one of this is eating the same food all of the over again like you eat only pasta with tomato and cheese for approximately one month for sure you will be create some kind of gentle intolerance and if you do it for many many years for example it starts to be even worse other things there's there are emotional connections to the food like by accident or something you can feel the smell or the taste had a injured be injured somehow at the same time and your brain will be connect the taste and uh, or the smell smell or something with with those uh, stimulation it can be also genetic or allergic you we have to look separately for allergy and intolerance because allergy is something what we have in the genes and we born with that but mm-hmm. intolerance is something what we get during our life because of something and there are many many things which can be improved our intolerance for for the food especially leaky guts and metabolic problems and problem with uh, digestion do you use pdtr for yourself of course (laughs) (laughs) do you do it like by yourself or do you have other people who Uh, it's more valuable when you use other person because uh, when you test by yourself someone, uh, yourself, it's more like uh, emotional things are coming also. And you cannot uh, expect the information. You have to be open for the information, if you know what I mean. Yes, so you're not objective. You're yes. already searching for some <laughs> specific re- reaction. I know what you mean. Let's talk about like uh, your journey to get better with your own... Uh, health issue. How does it started? What was like a 
turning point when you were feeling so sick and then you started slowly, step by step, uh, improving with this? Actually, it was fit also the t- to the time when I started to learn. My health problems was quite big. I, 10 minutes walk was very, very challenging me. But uh, all of my life, I love walking out of to, uh, to the forest or to the mountains and so on. But what was going on? Have you been like out of breath? Did you didn't have power in the muscles? You started to feel tired, dizzy or? All of this, actually. <laughs> okay. uh, I was three times in hospital and on the last time the doctor finally discovered that it's some hormones problem. But uh, on the beginning, they suspect that it can be a mess. I was freaking out about this uh, information, but luckily the testers ruled it out. But I had a lot of neurological symptoms in my body, like my left side was out of order. He couldn't follow about what I would like to do. My muscle was squeezing themselves or shaking sometimes. I feel all of the time numbness. It was starting only to the leg, but then it was going up my face so I was really scary about those what started well, to happen. Did you have also some accident that might cause this? Uh, that, that was the problem that no one know from mm-hmm. where it came from and I wasn't uh, aware why at that time. I'm aware mm-hmm. completely right now what's happened and why and it's because of the functional neurology which gives me much more information about my body and uh, show me what I can do more to improve myself. And I still doing, I start keto diet mm-hmm. one month ago and uh, I make some functional neurology exercise with that. And it's completely changed my life and completely changed the way how my, informa- how my body is working, how my brain is work. Because the problem was that I had, uh, it was small changes on the scan. The doctors on the beginning didn't, wasn't sure if it's this or not, or how to compare this to the symptoms. Answer was, uh, finally answer was that I had a traumatic brain injury. Do you know when? Mostly traumatic brain injury, it's connecting with uh, some accident that you hit in your head Mm. or something. But in my case, it's uh, connecting with uh, child abuse. I was abused for many years as a child. That's create a lot of changes in my brain. Was it like accidentally you started to be interested in PDDR or you were searching for things and this is what come up and then you started to go more to this direction? Uh, My mom always said that everything's coming in the perfect time. And I'm totally agree with that. Yes. <laughs> yeah, because uh, this looks like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with PDTR was 100% like that. That I always asking myself why the problems are come back. Why when you massage clients, the muscle tension going back and the, he is coming back with the same symptoms again and again and again. So I was trying to looking some answer for it. Uh, one of my friends, he was start to put on the Facebook information about this this method PDTR and how he's working with uh, his client by this method. And that was something what will start to very, very interesting me. And I was trying to find some informations what PDTR is actually. And then I figured out that they will start after a few two months. It was two months. Yeah. Uh, after two months, they will start the next mo- course uh, in Poland. So I was like 100% in and just 
go to, to, to Poland to start learning. How did you feel at that time? That, were you already able to walk a little bit more? Yes, it was the time when I started to move myself because uh, it was after the last uh, time in hospital. So I knew that I have some hormonal problem as well. And the doctors give me the medicaments for that. And that's a bit improved. So I also start process like the first 10 minute walk. Actually, first it was just standing out of my of my house for a few minutes, but <laughs> you know, engage and little steps. <laughs> of course, sometimes I always one step say, at a time. Yes, yeah. one step at a time. Even I tell it to my patient, okay, if you f don't feel be ready to go to the gym, just go and stand and go back home. <laughs> yeah, at least your mind gonna if you some kind of yes. activate yes. some <laughs> brain exercise. <laughs> exactly. So I start with just this very very gentle sh short steps and i was at the time that i can walk 30 minutes without pain or without big symptoms but i was quite fatigued after that mm -hmm. okay but you went for for the training and you started to work with this and what other things you were doing to get better and have more energy it was the diet and supplements and how you figure out this one? Did you that did some tests or did you use only PDTR to figure it out with, uh, with the diet? With the diet, I start without any testing. Uh, it was more like, okay, I have uh, thyroid problems. So they are, so they, they are exist some specific uh, diets for this. And I was try to start with that. Uh, I also find the, the dietetics who helped me to, to change a little bit my diet what I should avoid, what I should eat, but I still feel bad after many, many things which I ate actually. So the uh, the PDTR test was shows me that m many things which I eat, I add, and the mostly they are fi uh, used to be healthy, like avocado or coconut oil. I couldn't eat it, but I add it because uh, they say me that it's healthy and you should eat it. So. That's mm -hmm. the problem. And how how much time uh, it took you to like really feel that you you feel better and you can have power to run? <laughs> <laughs> was it a year, two, few months? Mm, I think it was after first uh, PDTR module. They made some treatment on me uh, during that. Mm -hmm. uh, one of the treatment was quite powerful, and I was feeling dizzy for one day after that but mm -hmm. immediately I start to feel changes like I could feel more taste and that was surprising and everybody was laughing on me because I was eating a duck in the restaurant and looking like I'm in heaven <laughs> like I eat first time in my life completely it was amazing experience and then when I back to Iceland I was just climbing to the Asia mountain because mm -hmm. that was the time when I started to a little bit more, more walk and also we opening the group for people which are walking on uh, on the mountains so we was walking t together a little bit more but I was that during that time I was walking by myself and uh, then decided maybe I could run down mm -hmm. that will be and what, what did you feel when you realized that, wow, finally you, you have power to do that? Uh, I think it was more like 
I finally free and more natural with myself. It's quite difficult to explain because it was very, it still is a very long process. It started four years ago and until now I'm still during process and the changes are very gentle during that time, during this process. Uh, I try to explain this also to my clients because uh, what we miss or what we expect, it's like a magic pill that you take it and you immediately everything is changed. But it's not. It's always small changes. Sometimes you miss it. And in my case, it was like that. I miss it, actually. I, I, it's very hard to me to say when completely changed because there wasn't... Okay, that was the time in the restaurant that I started to feel taste and that was wow. But then I start to just live normally and listen my needs and put myself to the needs which I had. And that was maybe you can run a bit. And I was just trying to run and maybe you can walk a little bit more. And I was just doing that. I was just listening how for how much my body allows me to do and was just going through that. Yeah, fully agree with you. There is no shortcut to the success. No. You need to persistently, consistently, every day doing small steps. And even if you fail or even if you go back some for for a while, you need to keep keep going and just keep trying because it will not happen by itself and it will not happen over a night. But when you will look back in a month or a year, you can see how far you were and how how far you are now and what what is this progress and in speeding up i have i feel that i also made a huge change uh, since i came here also working with with my health on a different levels can you tell me for for me and for the listeners if you could say to people who are having the same issue they have pain or they have something that makes them, I don't know, dizzy for from no reason from time to time and they don't know what to do, no one could diagnose them. What would you advise them? How they can start figuring out and looking for the best way to get better? Never give up. <laughs> so do you think they should like try different doctors, different methods, yes. different diets, different... Okay. 100%. Because PDTR starts to change my life and that was the moment when I started studying PTTR and my brain changed 180%. Like, like a spin around and I was like, everything was started run, running immediately. Mm -hmm. I changed my job two times. During that time, I started to work by my own. Uh, I lost 15 kilos. So, you know, the, the process was much faster than, than was before, but still it wasn't complete full. Uh, and on the PDTR course on advance, I ha I met the guy from England and he shows me uh, a little bit upper part about functional neurology and how the brain connection can work. He tested me and he said, told me that, okay, you had some like receptors problem as well, but there is something bigger in your brain and you have to take care about this actually, because otherwise you will be still miss something and I was okay okay so what I can do and he was me shows me some exercises and uh, uh, give me more supplements and more uh, lead by diet like low sugar diet and so on because low sugar diet is very very powerful for people with brain problem 
a nervous system problem at least. Though. Yeah, definitely because uh, it's lowering the inflammation and exactly the brain is uh, function better. And uh, okay, and can you tell us some interesting? experienced patient from your work that he came you maybe didn't know what to how to start with him and then you figure it out something very interesting or something that stays in your in your mind that you're thinking from time to time about some of the patients the woman with the scar was really cool accident actually mm-hmm. it was a cool case uh but i had two guys which are still in my mind and actually they are like they are huge example for me how you can change yourself if you really really want and if you don't give up one of uh, them uh, had a bro- broken spine by a par- paragliding accident uh he fell for a few meters and he wasn't allowed to have a control on his uh, left leg. The, he could walking, but it was very difficult to manage where the leg is in the, spa, uh, the space. Uh, the proprioception for the legs was completely uh, destroyed. And he had oversensitivity about the cold and wind and so on. So he was asking me if we can do something with that to make him better and finally stop taking the medicaments. The doctor says that he has to be just be deal with that. I hate that words actually. I heard them mm-hmm. so many times and never never be deal with your problems. Okay, you c- can have some limit uh, limits. You, you have to be aware of that, but still the limits you can move if you really really want. Mm-hmm. If you really really try. But it's needs a fight. It's like a a lot of hard work which you have to do every day even sometimes you don't want to do mm-hmm. even you are tired okay give you yourself few few days or few hours just take rest and then go back and keep going uh with this guy with this broken spine he finally stopped with medicaments he don't have this uncontrolling movement in the legs uh We still work with the uh, temperature feeling, but he starts to work with Wim Hof method. And that's amazing because he's able to put his legs into the really cold water. He was even swimming in Helgafoss. <laughs> he's better than me with this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you're saying he has an issue. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. And th- so, so how long have you been working with him? Uh, with him? Because it's structural damage. Mm-hmm. But there was a lot of work by PDTR as well. Uh, it was one, one and a half year. Mm-hmm. Okay. So he are able now to like walk normally? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mo- Amazing. <laughs> Sometimes he, he still to have to work with. So he has to make exercise and uh, he has to take care about the leg. And he's aware about it. But life is much, much easier for him. And he's he knows his limits and he always push the limits a little bit more and more and more. Like we starting with 30 minutes work. Now he's able to do like four hours work. So mm-hmm. it's always develop. He's always developed himself. Okay, so can you tell a little bit more about this neurophysiological exercises? Uh, yeah, it's uh, because 
in our brain, we have uh, many parts of it, like uh, frontal lobe, uh, temporal lobe, uh, mesencephalic, uh, cerebellum. Some of some of them they are like primitive part of, of our brain. Other one are from cortex, like cortex is the most developed one, and that's actually makes us human. So what do you mean primitive? It's like the same that the animals have, and yes. the, the the more de- developed is the the one that makes yes. us a human. Okay. Yes. And the key is that all of this part can ha- has to be able to connect each other properly. If it, there is some overstimulate or understimulating in in some part, we have to regulate that by exercise. We are able to try to regulate by exercise. It's harder when there are some structural changes, but even with them, the brain is amazing and he can compensate himself for many, many ways. So we are able to change many things by that. But we have to, uh, firstly, always make some special neurological tests to to know uh, which part of the brain is overload or underactive. And then I just apply specific exercise which com- improve the, the, sk- the, the patient's skills. Okay, so give me an example of exercise. Okay, uh, the easiest test is the Romberg test. When you're standing with closed eyes and you shouldn't swim to, f- from left to right, mostly if you have over underactive uh, cerebellum, which uh, is work with our proprioception, our mm-hmm. feelings, where we are in the, sp- in the space, uh, we swim to the side. So for example, if left cerebellum is, doesn't work properly and is underactive, we will be swim to the left. So uh, for this, we can make like exercise to wake him a little bit up, like uh, catch a ball and make an eight in the in the mm, air. Interesting. Yeah, mm-hmm. they are very very simple exercises. Uh, catch a ball with the left hand or right hand? Uh, with the left hand on mm-hmm. the side which is underactive, and then make some exercises and check again what's happened. That's how you. Mm-hmm. figure it out which exercise are best. Okay, but, but we are usually left-handed or right-handed, for example. It's not uh, work with that. It's not. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. I, you, I'm left-handed, for example, but I had underactive left side in cerebellum. Mm-hmm. And my left side was weaker. That's why my brain create more tension in my, in my muscle on the left side, because he couldn't get enough information from the brain, from cerebellum, so he create those information by muscle tension. So by activating the one side of the body through like catching the ball or then like working physically mm-hmm. more on the side, we influence what's going on in the brain. So through exercise, like physical exercise that we are activating one side of the, the body, we are influence the brain. And okay, so th- are you trained to um, invent those exercise on the PDTR trainings or do you like improvise with uh, customers? The neurofunctional exercises, they are not come from PDTR. They are from mm-hmm. the another method, which is uh, because PDTR, it's uh, he start develop mostly on peripheral receptors, like not receptors, mechanoceptors, which are sending information to the brain. Uh, and after when I finish all of the modules in PDTR I, and about peripheral receptors, I knew quite a lot. I tried to thinking how we can improve the function in the central system. 
because PDTR is more about peripheral and uh, uh, about everything what sending information through. But we need also something sometimes if the damage is in there, which improve the function in the central system to make this connection and uh, brain your body a little bit better. So to what would you advise for a like a healthy more or less human being? Um, do you think that for this kind of people, the exercise who are working of both sides equally are important or they should switch like activating one side and then another to keep the balance and homeostasis? How, how would you advise for uh, people to maintain a good health? And There is no one answer because okay. every person is different and every person has different problems. And in this type of problem, when the central system is uh, not in the balance, you have to know what is what to to manage that. And for example, in my case, that was something what disturbed me since last few years when I started to change myself and start running and so on. I knew that I should start to make a little bit more exercise like uh, body workout, but I couldn't. It was completely impossible for me. I could go for, for the classes like two or three times, but then I feel that my body don't don't want it. I didn't feel comfortable with 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 this, with any exercise which needs to be more complex, like you know, you flex, bend, twist and do many things at the time. My body didn't allow to, to do those stuffs. So some of the people, if the problem is really big, can have a problem like that. And then you say to him, uh, make those exercises, but he's like, I just cannot. It's like, I cannot do push-ups. And it's not because I'm weak or my hands are weak. It's because my brain cannot adapt this movement. So how did they should start to work to overcome that? First, they have Visit to, you? <laughs> for example, <laughs> or okay. someone who work with that. Uh, the key is, that's why I say never stop looking because mm-hmm. you have to find someone who work with functional neurology and improve the brain uh, information in that case. there, I have some, some cases like that also in my clinic and they are a little bit more complicated because you have to check all of the time the changes which are coming into the brain and you are not able to know everything at the moment. It's not like a scan which shows you, okay, you have damage here, here and here. It's the functional way. It's the function which we cannot manage. They, they are some computers like uh, uh, the new MRI scans which are checking the, functional as, the function as well in, in, in the moment but they are very expensive and almost it's, it's almost impossible to do those tests over on r- regular people because they do those tests only in the, the for the research. Okay, so as I understand, if someone is uh, struggling with uh, this kind of different issue, the best is just to be patient and try to see many physiotherapies, different methods, and just not giving up and uh, keep trying to figure out and self-observation. Yes. Mm. Okay, if you could uh, tell to the listeners one thing that they can start doing from tomorrow to improve their health, what would it be? 
never it's only one thing of course (laughs) Uh, but the one thing which i see a lot right now it's avoid the blue light have five totally we are all of the time stimulating our Uh, sympathetic system we are overload even the healthy people I don't mean now only the people which has some issues with the brain or with the nervous system and something like this most of the people they are overstimulate themselves all of the time so please stop <laughs> Thank you for that. This is also one of the things that I'm keep uh, uh, saying over and over again. I'm wearing the blue light glasses uh, every time, like uh, in the evening, and uh, also putting the the blue light block on the screens and stuff like that. So I fully agree with that. How long do you think you're gonna live, or how long do you want to live? I don't know. I. <laughs> uh, i have a dream that I will be the oldest ultra runner in the world. So I like it. <laughs> <laughs> that's my aim. <laughs> And that's why I would like to go through. But we will see what the lives gives me. <laughs> how, how old is a current oldest ultra marathon? I think he's like 107. Not ultra. Oh, Marathoner okay. is okay, ma- something. But marathon. the ultra marathoner, I'm not sure actually. Right so now what's the what difference, difference between? Uh, the marathoner they have to finish 42k and it's most m- most of the marathons they are on the regular road so you don't have to wa- go up to the hill and down to the okay. hill ultra uh, race they are in most of them they are in the mountains the rules is that everything what it's more than 60 but someone says that it has to be more than 100k <laughs> uh, kilometers. kilometers yes okay. <laughs> So, uh, or the mountain runs, they also call it like a ultra runs because you sometimes you have some shorter race like 25k or 40k or 50k. Mm-hmm. Okay, so tell the listeners where they can find you or also where they can find more about uh, PDTR. Uh, actually, we start the course also in Iceland, so we had uh, slowly more practitioner and it will be easier to get someone who work with this method. Uh, we have a plan to make a next m- uh, foundation course in next year, so everybody welcome. Everything is changed right now because I will be uh, since 1st of uh, January, I moved to Helsingborg. Uh, right now I am in Sjukrafjallvon Reykjavikur. But that will be a little bit change. First January 2020. Yeah, first the beautiful date. <laughs> Do you are you also online? Uh, you have uh, online. Yes, the content. easiest way right now I think to contact is by my uh, Facebook in PDTR balance. Mm-hmm. Of course, I will put uh, all the links to the show notes of the podcast. Thank you. Um, okay. Do you want to say something more? Because I, um, I, I actually touched everything that I wanted. <laughs> <laughs> And the problem is that I can talk about this endless. So you have to just you can, stop you, me. <laughs> you can tell some interesting story, like for example, uh, that something funny happened or like surprising. With my PDTR testing, I use the function mostly. So. I asking my clients to do something what struggled them. My friends has a concert, like violin concert, mm-hmm. because I had a woman she's play on violin and explain uh, complain about the pain in her snack. 
So I allow her to play violin concert for at least 15 minutes because that was the time when most of the time after that time she started mm-hmm. to feel pain. So I was asking her to play 15 minutes in my cabinet and I was just coming and asking everything it's okay uh, from where is this music? Mm-hmm. What's happening? <laughs> we figured it out actually. It was vibration because uh, during playing the the vibration from from the the wood is coming also to the skin and it's contact with receptors which are Pacini receptors they are connecting with vibration and in her, her case it was the, those receptors which was okay so the, you figure it out you know it's a vibration but that's her work so she will be under this vibration constantly yes but uh, the key is the point is you can feel the you have weak day like everything mm-hmm. is just shitty you cannot stand up you are very tired we call it brain fog if you are in the brain fog, even gentle stimulation, which is not create this function most of the time on you, can create this function in you. So probably, and I suspect it was like that, that she play a lot. She was very tired. Actually, she say me that everything start after the day when she has some some struggling in her life. So she was tired during that time, and the system was. M- more delicate, couldn't adapt so so fast for for all mm-hmm. of the changes which she put at the, that moment. So that's why vibration was created this function. Mostly we are able to punch ourselves and do many things and without problem, without create the problem. But if the problem is stuck in the system, that's create the pain. Mm-hmm. So everything comes from the stress actually. Not only because sometimes it's just like accident or mm-hmm. even you don't thinking that it's accident because it was like falling on the stairs or something. What for the seconds create the weakness on you. Most of the situation and co- connecting to the stress, even short stress or, or, mm-hmm. or somehow because it's like hormones reaction in our body and overstimulating of uh, sympathetic system at the same time. The primal parts of the brain. Yep. And cortisol is jumping up. <laughs> yes. So there are many changes which has to be at the moment work with, which create the brain fog and the weakness in the system. So system cannot hold things which mostly we are able to do. All right. We call it neurological plasticity. And we use it all the time. Yes, I was listening to the podcast today about this, uh, to be honest, and it was about some company who is working on neurological plasticity to help people learn faster or more effective. Mm-hmm. And they had some thing that you put on your head and it was stimulating certain parts of the brain. And they proved that they could help people to learn 10 to 30% faster things on and they show it through the muscles, for example, that the muscles were like the the physical um, learning on the muscles was the the immediate result that they can prove of Mm -hmm. this. Yeah, it's amazing how how the our nervous system is work. That's why I'm 100% into this topic right now. 
I I uh, I can say that it's amazing that how our body works. This is such an amazing machine that we get on this world, <laughs> and we think that we know something how to how to operate that. But as you said, the more we learn, the more we are aware how less we know. How how still there's so much knowledge about that. We think we know something about our genes and how they determine this or that, but then. We are seeing that, okay, someone can have these genes, but through their lifestyle and some changes in the food, they can totally switch them to the different directions. Of course. We can't change yeah. even our genes. Mm. Yes. That, that's amazing. It's, it's, that's uh, like I say, it's a huge topic. All of the the systems, how are our body in neurological, biochemical, and, uh, and so on, on biomechanical way are, is working. It's, mm -hmm. it's surprising all of the time so you're gonna be the oldest uh, ultra marathon uh, for sure <laughs> in the world and i'm gonna be the oldest pole, pole dancer and i hope we're gonna get to like 300 years or something <laughs> with this <laughs> as the first oldest people in the world okay <laughs> thank you for coming thank you for the show thank you for your time and yes <laughs> i think that's it thank <laughs> you so much <laughs> Okay. Thank you guys for listening. I hope uh, you get some inspiration from this podcast and you're going to dive a little bit more in this um, me method. I'm going to put uh, in the show notes all the information on how you can c uh, contact Anya and how you can uh, learn more about uh, PDTR. I really appreciate each and every one of you and please leave your comments. I'm uh, looking forward to hear what did you get from this podcast and what kind of uh, changes you can apply to your life and how do you feel and uh, do you feel a difference and uh, do you feel the change? That's super important for me because the, I'm doing this for you to make your uh, life uh, longer and healthier. Thank you so much one more time. That was Calorie Life Art and you were listening to Body is a Temple. Mm -hmm.